0: church. Nick here for Daily Hope. We're in Ecclesiastes chapter 6 today. Now, I love hanging around with old people. I know it's out of fashion in our day and age where we have the the cult of youth, the celebrity of youth, and everyone wants to be younger and younger. But I love hanging around with old folks, understanding the wisdom, understanding the perspective that they have. And in fact, often enough, when we talk with people who are right near the end, who are just about to pass from this plane onto the other plane, from this earthly, temporal plane into an eternal plane. There's something about the perspective that they have that gives us much wisdom. I think that's going on today in this passage. Now, we know Ecclesiastes is written by the teacher, probably by Solomon, but someone who has lived their life through, has seen many things, and someone who has regrets. They say, meaningless, meaningless. The teacher says, everything is meaningless. Everything is vanity. Nothing has any purpose apart from two things. We see finding joy in the work of our hands and fearing the Lord. Fearing the Lord in sense of awe, in sense of respect, understanding his purpose for our lives and all that's going on around us. In chapter 6, The teacher singles out two things that are especially meaningless, wealth and words. When we have great wealth or when we have great words, much wealth or much words, but they lack a purpose in the Lord, they're meaningless, they're vain, they're worse than vain. In verse two, God gives some people wealth, possessions and honor, so they lack nothing their heart's desire but God does not grant them the ability to enjoy them and strangers enjoy them instead. This is meaningless, a grievous evil. He goes on to say, better actually that that person had been stillborn. And then a little later on down in verse 11, the more the words, the less the meaning. And how does that profit anyone? To the wealth one, you know, uh, there's a, a proverb which is a uh, juxtaposes to this. And it says, better to have little with fear of the Lord than to have great treasure and inner turmoil. I was chatting with my kids this morning about this passage, and my middle son, Tino, said, Dad, it's kind of like if anything that we have, whether it's our our words or whether it's our possessions, is, is for us, it's going to lack meaning. And I thought, that makes a lot of sense. Here, if there's no purpose in the wealth that we have, if there's nothing deeper than us gratifying our own desires, it's going to be meaningless. It's going to be worse than meaningless. And then uh, in the, the second part, where it's talking about the words, that the more the words, the less the meaning. Don't you find that's true in our day and age where so many of us are opinionated beyond our level of expertise? We hold up in high regard those who say a lot of words those who have a lot of wealth. But actually, it's not having either of those things that makes a life one of purpose. It's doing it in the perspective of the fear of the Lord. There's another proverb which uh, links to this or echoes this. And it's, When words are many, sin is not absent, but he who holds his tongue or she who holds her tongue is wise. And you know, I've just made a decision lately that I'm not going to be opinionated about anything lest I've had time meditating on the Word of God and spending time listening to the Lord each day. I'll hold that off for another day. I'll hold off my opinions. I can just be quiet and listen. As long as my uh, silence is not interpreted as complicity in the wrongful opinion of someone else, I can just hear them out. Hear the key to this. The key to the answer to all of this is is right in the middle. It says in verse 10, whatever exists has already been named and whatever humanity is, has been known. It's been named and it's known. It's been named by the Lord himself. When the Bible talks about naming something or a name being ascribed to something, it's talking about uh, that being given purpose, invested with purpose by the one who gives the naming. And that's the Lord himself and be known by him. Friends, as it says in John 17, 3, this is eternal life, that we may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you've sent. So my prayer for us today as a church is this, that we would not go out and vainly and meaninglessly try to find our purpose in wealth or having hundreds of children, as it says here, or in being very opinionated and having many words, we'd find our purpose in knowing God and being known by God. What a great reminder. Have a great day, and I look forward to seeing you down at church this weekend.